Welcome back to season three of The Love Pod. We have a brand new show for you for this season. So if you loved our reality TV recaps and interviews with your favorite reality stars, you're still going to get that. But in addition, we are bringing The Love Pod into our bedrooms and yours. Not like that. Get your mind out of the gutter. We're going to be covering relationships, dating, sex, and all things love. We'll also wrap each episode with a random act of kindness story. Please welcome our new co-hosts, Brian Pickett, who you'll hear from in just a minute, and Shauna Dinsart, who's joining us next month. You'll also hear from me, Dina Ricks, and our favorite guest host, Andy Rickert from Love is Blind. Now, a word from our sponsors, and then on to the topic for today, sex on the first date. So if you have the kids with you, turn this down or put on some earmuffs. Guys, we are so excited for this sponsor because it's one of our favorite things. Wine. Usual wine to be exact. What goes better with dating and reality TV trash talk than a good glass of wine, Brian? I mean, honestly, only usual wine. I I really couldn't do this dating thing without it. Tell me about it. If I'm going to make it through this season of The Bachelorette alive, I'm going to have to stock up. Are you really going to make me watch that? Anything's tolerable with enough wine. Yeah, I guess that's true. And our partners at Usual Wine have the perfect blends to get you in the mood. Wink, wink. You already indulge in a guilty pleasure. Why not, too? The difference is Usual Wines are guilt-free. Every single bottle have low carbs and zero grams of sugar. Get yourself a generous pour of a glass and a half of wine per bottle. No more wasting wine when you don't want to finish the bottle. So that brute rosé is so tasty, that is not a problem for me. And that rosé is seasonal, so get it before it's gone. Usual also has a red blend, a rosé, and a sparkling white brute. Brian, did you know that all usual wines are produced using natural, sustainable grapes? So not only is it good for the environment, but their no-sugar winemaking process is good for you, too. It's practically part of the food pyramid. That's the best news I've heard forever my food pyramid literally only consists of wine and wine only whose doesn't right now love pod listeners go check out usualwines.com and use our exclusive discount code lovepod for eight dollars off your first order your first glass is on us you're welcome that's usualwines.com and promo code lovepod all caps usual wines for the modern drinker bookmark that shit now Thanks for listening. We are a short one member today. You might notice later on, Shauna is not with us. She's not feeling well. Um, So prayers and thoughts go out to her. Uh, We today are, I don't know what we're talking. Wait, no, I do. Sorry. I don't know what we're talking about. Transitioning is so tough for me. Okay. (laughs) Um, Brian, what are we talking about today? Today we are getting into um, sex on the first date. Mm-hmm. and why it's so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> usually, usually. Usually. So I I have a lot of thoughts on sex on the first date, but tell me about your experiences because I'm wondering if it's the same for men as it is for women. 
so instantly, no. <laughs> it, is, it is in no ways the same. I think it's, I, so I, like I said, um, I have always, uh, like, I, I have no problem with the premise um, of sex on the first date. I, I get why many who don't like it would say that. I think, though, that um, in terms of just sex, right, if you're just talking about, like, yo, I've been stressed and I made a connection with this person and I really want to get it on, I feel like that is when it's it's its most, in, like, intense mm-hmm. and powerful. I think it's a little bit more, uh, and so because my, my ideas of what sex means um, for men and women kind of are why I feel that. So, I, yeah, I think that in general, if both couples are on the same page and, like, they know what they're wanting going into it, this is going to be something where passion is, you know, so, like, generally, sex on the first date happens because from whatever the first date was or whatever, like, you guys are doing, like, passion starts building and building and building, and, like, you get a, a vibe within the first, like, 20 minutes that, like, yeah, shit's getting real, and at some point, P will enter V. So, like, you kind of know that that's going to happen, like, in the beginning. And so, like, if you're on the same page with that person, I feel like that's when sex is, like, either it's most intense or it's most clumsy. But I love it either way, so. I mean, most people love sex. I know there are people who are asexual, (laughs) but there's a majority of the world's community, I think, enjoys engaging in some sexual intercourse. So, would you consider yourself a sapiosexual? I just had to look that up to make sure I was... Let me, uh... Okay, so a sapiosexual is somebody who kind of is into somebody because of their emotional intelligence, their their level of intellect. And to me, uh, this is the technical definition, but somebody who you have to have a bond with. You have to have some form of not just physical attraction, but emotional or uh, mental attraction how does that differ from a demisexual because that's what i think i am what is a demisexual Ooh, so similar to that a demisexual is someone who essentially doesn't fall in love with someone unless there is like a so like regardless of sexual attraction it's um someone that you have a deep emotional bond with um and so the sexual orientation doesn't really come into play at that point. It's just kind of like a, you know, if I have a really great connection with this person and we have a lot in common, similar to the sapiosexual, like we are linking intellectually and emotionally, then yeah, I can see myself being with this person. Um, so yes, I consider myself a sapiosexual. I consider myself a demisexual in that I make great connections with people if we have that sort of bond, not necessarily like romantically because I'm not gay, but um yeah. So for me, and this wasn't always the case, but now as I'm getting older and hopefully wiser, I need to have some kind of a connection with the person beyond just your physically attraction. Let's do it. Uh, I, that wasn't always the case. Sometimes alcohol played a role as well, or you were just in the mood and in, the person was there. Um, yep. But I think for me to have sex on the first date at least i need to have and like i told you when we were discussing this before i need to feel that connection with the person as if there's something more there than just physical attraction and they might not be on their end um they might be playing games or they might be misrepresenting themselves but if i perceive that that's not the case which it is 
it does happen to everybody, I think, where there are team players out there and uh, you just don't pick that up on your radar. But I I need to at least feel like that person has potential because it's very hard for me to just be like, for me, when I've had one night stands or when I've had casual flings with people, it's so bad if that isn't there. (laughs) It's just like... It's the worst, and it's so awkward, and you're like, can I just get this over with already? Yep. I regret <laughs> this. Do you feel like that, too? Yeah, big time. Big time. There's, yeah, I've been with people like that, and it's it's even worse when, you know, it's someone that you really were looking forward to, like, hoping that this would work out, and then you're with them, and you're like, this is just, yeah, this is not all that. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the topic that this stemmed from was a Instagram person, an Instagram user, had said basically that you should wait, and this was for women, uh, you should wait until you're kind of locked down with the person, you have a commitment, or you have a sure sense of where you are in that relationship before having sex with the person. I don't agree with that. I don't think there's anything wrong as long as you know what you're getting into, and you know that it might not Nothing may last forever. You don't know, even if you married the person. But as long as you know that that might be a one-time thing and you can handle that, I don't think there's anything wrong with, as long as you're doing it safely, having safe sex with somebody. On the first date, on the 10th date, whenever you feel comfortable doing it, whenever you guys mutually want to do it. But I know the perception, at least on the women's side, is that if they sleep with somebody on the first date, men will think that they're slutty. Do you think mm-hmm. that that is the case? I will be completely honest. Um, while I will never, ever say that because a girl had sex with me on the first date that she's slutty, I have uh, often, um, sorry, not often, um, I've on occasion um, had the thought, man, that's, I don't know. So you, you've heard the you've heard the phrase, or not the phrase, I guess just the thought that men are, are hunters and we are like we're bred to you know go and seek after that you know that that hunt if you want if you will um i i very much understand that there's been times where if i can't chase a woman and if i've never been the one to seek her out you know romantically sexually whatever um at a certain point i find myself like this is just it's I don't know why I just, I lose a little bit of interest and I'm always like upfront, you know, I communicate that and generally we're on the same page, but, um, I, I do, if I, if I don't seek after that girl in any stage of us, you know, having sex and then committing to a relationship, um, I, I just, I kind of just get bored, you know, I'm like, there's nothing, there's nothing, if I don't have to work for it, you know, it's, you know, you put, you put like a, I don't know, like a dead animal in front of certain, uh, like tigers or something like they're going to bat it around for a little bit and then they're just going to get tired of it and walk God. away. Right? Now I know it's such a terrible example. It's awful. <laughs> awful. It's a terrible example, but like, yeah. Cause I, I don't know. It just, if I'm not, if I'm not able to engage in this and it's like, what did I do to deserve this? Right. Like, I feel like this is too good to be true. Like, yeah, you're amazing. And there's nothing that I did to, you know, that's when I feel like either I'm being used or you just really, really needed to be with someone in that moment, which is cool. But Now, 
needing to be with somebody in that moment is different. And sometimes that person's not looking for a relationship either. But are you mm-hmm. saying that because that person agreed to sleep with you on the first date and it's you, I'm not judging you for your opinion, but mm-hmm. you've lost interest automatically just because of that decision? No, 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 no. Not, not because of the decision. And it's definitely not conscious either. It's, a, it's just something that happens and it's never immediate. It's kind of just slowly over time where I find that I'm more engaged with um, with women that, um, yeah, that kind of this kind of make it a little bit more difficult than, hey, what's your name, you know? <laughs> and so, um, yeah, and so again, no, because there there are women out there that are like, yo, I know what I want and I'm about to go get it, and then whatever you do after this point is on you, and like I'm gonna go do me. So like that's fine if you make that you know apparent, but. I'm just referring to situations in which, you know, it's not like a conversation that we have. It just kind of happens, you know, um, and I hate that that happens. I truly do. Like, I wish it wasn't that way. And it's not all the time, but I've noticed that on occasion. Yeah. But. And I appreciate you being honest because I do feel like that's a stereotype that a lot of women think. And there are men out there that think that way. And that's fine. It's just not a match for you to. And mm-hmm. why would you want to be with somebody who doesn't? have that interest long term if you want to be if you want to do it in the moment and you're feeling it great but ladies and gentlemen and everyone else (laughs) don't get caught up in if that person's not interested then it's not right for you and move along don't harp on it i've seen a lot of uh as i've been digging through reddit a lot of questions about is he interested in me is she, why is she putting me off? Why is this person not communicating? If they're interested, uh, I think they'll pursue you. Yeah. Yeah. See, and that's, that's the thing. Like I'm the guy that other guys hate. Cause like, I'll definitely tell you how we're feeling. Like dudes are not that complex. And I, I hate the number of, of broken hearts from women because they've like allowed a guy in and like guys are super easy to read, right? Like we walk to you with our dicks already hard. Like <laughs> when we're like talking to you, you know exactly what it is we want. And at some point, like you mentioned, it happens to where I think, and I might be wrong, so please correct me if I'm wrong. But like I think at some point the woman like decides to ignore certain red flags or certain warning signs and says, you know what? But he's cute and he has this and he has that. You know, they're looking for a guy to check, you know, check items off of their list on and. Um, yeah, if you do that and you ignore certain things and when that guy does that, because there are a lot of guys out there who aren't like me and be like, well, she's a whore because she let me hit on the first night. I'm like, well, what does that make you? <laughs> yeah, it's a very big double standard. Like guys, purity isn't isn't honored, but women's are. And so, yeah, it's weird. It's a weird dynamic. Yeah, it's almost a, well, it's not almost, it is more valued for the most part, for men to have a lot of partners and it's a positive thing where if that's the case for women, it makes them slutty. It makes them a whore. It's not, we got to change the vibe. If nothing else good comes out of 2020, maybe we can start (laughs) being more accepting and positive about things and get on more of an equal level. Or maybe not. (laughs) Uh, yes I mean I think you're being so honest and it's amazing and this is things that 
everybody really needs to hear both sides of the story, right? And there are, yeah. we don't speak for every man, every woman, every person, regardless of your gender identity. Ooh, gender identity. <laughs> there we go. Unless it, it is a gender identity. And yeah. Be Caitlyn Jenner or Bruce Jenner or whatever <laughs> Jenner, Kylie, Kendall. Uh, I don't full know the circle. Other ones. Bravo. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'll take a bow. Um, there was my little stutter going. So I have to, I have to tell you something um, uh -oh. about why, because while I say that I, you know, truly do like, I'm not against sex on the first date, I'll have to tell you why I actually don't like doing it. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is, so this let's, is hard for me to admit. And get down to it. Yeah, DJ Chocolate Daddy is about to be very vulnerable yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. So, so I have a little thing called performance anxiety, okay. and uh, so essentially, because I have like actual anxiety, the way that this works is um, when I get excited, and the thing that is supposed to happen for me to do the thing generally doesn't happen right away, and so you know. We'll get all hot and heavy, kissing, making out, clothes come off, and and then she's like, "Oh my God, Daddy, take me now!" And I'm joking on the Daddy part. But... Oh God, Daddy! We'll <laughs> Just because I know it. you don't like it. I know, I know. Okay, moving on. So she's at that point, right? And like it's 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 go time, and yeah, and uh, he doesn't deliver. He doesn't wake up, and I call him okay. he's his own entity. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, uh, so it, like, it takes me a while and I get like overexcited and like hyperstimulated and I'm like, man, I gotta, so like it generally will take me about a good 10 minutes to where like, I just have to relax and we have to, you know, so like, we'll just be in bed laying together, you know, just like petting each other and stuff like that until my heart rate returns to, you know, the resting rate. And then it's, then it can start again. But like, yeah, I don't like doing it on the first date because if I'm too excited or if I'm still nervous with that person, because women make me like hella nervous I, yeah, I just, it doesn't, I don't get up. And so I have to. <laughs> so do you not feel equally excited just that it's happening if it's date five as opposed to date one? It, well, yes, but the, the intensity is different because I've gotten a chance to know that person and be comfortable with them. And, okay. um, you know, yeah, like if we've been, so if my first time meeting this girl is out at a restaurant and then we get to either her place or my place and like she's never been there or I've never been at her place I don't know uh I, I don't know her like her touch threshold like what she likes what she doesn't like um how comfortable she is with certain like things that I might say or do you know and or the speed in which I move like everything is foreign and so you're just having to guess and make it up and mm -hmm. there are guys that are just like hell if I care I'm just gonna get my nut off like I'm not that type of guy and so like things have to be perfect or, or like I, yeah, I, I can't get excited if I'm not sure if you're comfortable. Then, so yeah, I'm weird, but <laughs> that's why you're, you're not weird. I mean, everybody has different situations. Do you feel like that ever impacts the girl where they feel like it's their fault or it's them? It's not your anxiety, but maybe you're not attracted to them or anything that women typically think when that happens. <sighs> there was one. <laughs> there was one. Okay. There was one. She, the ever. I think that every person that it happened with gave me the grace and allowed me the time to, you know, relax and then build up to it. Except for one. 
Uh, this was the first girl that ever happened to when I, I wasn't comfortable enough to like create an excuse on the fly. And so I just made up something. <laughs> oh my God. What did you I, say? Oh my God. It's so stupid. I like pretended to almost cry. <laughs> oh, I, was like, God. I was like, I'm just going through a lot right now. And uh, oh my God, there is an ambulance outside of my apartment. Sorry. That is so distracting. That um, is a lot to go through. Yeah, I just, <laughs> that is, the water cannons on those things look so cool. Okay, I'm back. All right. So I made up some stuff about um, my mom and dad and like, <gasps> they're no. going through a lot right now and my household right now is just really crazy. <gasps> and, no. Yeah, I was like, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to stay at my place. And it's, there's just like a lot of pressure right now. And, and she was like, oh my God, are you okay? And, that, and I was like, yes. <laughs> I, oh, I so you hooked her. I hooked her. I, it was just to make sure that we can get the attention off of my flailing penis. And we were able to. And I felt better. <laughs> Do you feel like when that happens, it's a negative reflection on you? Have you seen Friends? Are you, Do you watch Friends? Sadly, because there was not enough representation of me, I did not. Okay. So there's this episode in Friends where Ross can't get it up. And mm. Rachel basically is comforting him saying it's okay it's okay and I think that a lot of men might feel tell me if I'm wrong that if they can't get it up it's embarrassing or they're ashamed of it but it happens I mean it's just another part of your body our bodies don't always function the way we want them to lord knows mine does not (laughs) and so I want to get rid of that Blame on either side, either women feeling bad that a man can't get it up or the man feeling bad that he can't get it up. Do you feel that way if that ha- when that happens? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's 100% on me. I, so there have been guys, because to your point, I think what you're explaining is because there, there's some guys that will just like blame the woman and say, well, I can't get it up because of you. That is, I don't think there's ever been a case on this planet where that has been the case. I, I can become and this might be a bit too explicit but like yeah I can become erect by someone that I'm not physically attracted to because of just like there doesn't honestly it doesn't take a lot it really doesn't (laughs) it's it's mostly gravity and then like physiology right like it's gravity gravity would push it down mostly like it's just (laughs) there's an opportunity where your brain says dude regardless of if you like her or not you're about to get some right and so like (laughs) it can happen. Like it just, it just happens. It's just a normal response. And you've even been conditioned to like your brain knows when it's, when it's time to send blood downward. And so like, it just, it happens. So there's, I don't think there's ever been a case where a guy has been like, I'm not hard because of you. And that been the truth. I truly don't think that. So really, Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Even if you're not at all physically attracted to somebody. 100%. 100%. I've like, I'm, and I'm going to be honest, like I've had erections, like by looking at women that I could admit, yeah, I'm not physically attracted to her. But again, I'm still a guy at the end of the day. And I think to a certain extent, I'm hardwired to be attracted to women in general. Um, and I'm also probably wired a little bit differently because I see beauty in a lot of men or women that men sometimes will say they don't. Um, so that might just be me. But yeah, no, I yeah, I 100% think that it, it's on the guy. If you can't get it up, it's because of you. Well, and but that's okay. I think is the point I'm trying to make is if you can't get it up and if you're being a dick about it and saying, oh, it's your fault to your partner, that's completely different. But if you yeah. can't get it up and there's 
for whatever reason and you're not trying to place the blame on someone else that then it's absolutely fine it happens for a million reasons and i i know me saying this isn't going to change anything but don't feel bad about it <laughs> it does happen i mean one day i'll get there yeah i think we change a lot as we get older right so i'm 36 if it had happened in my 20s and i really can't i can't remember each experience individually i'm sure it had and i would have been a lot more self-conscious oh it is me always oh, not attracted to me and just gone into that mindset but now hey whatever if it's going to happen it's going to happen if it's not it's not so let me ask you a question then Right. Is this so? The, I have to assume that the equivalent for you would be not you, just like women in general are right. like a woman not being able to what get get like wet. Yeah. So this is hard because I feel like in a lot of situations, I don't want to say the stereotypical. I'm not like most women, but everybody's <laughs> different, is what I'll say. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. I'm on medication and I'm not in the mood a lot of the times and sometimes that'll last for weeks months and it's not my partner's fault and I don't place the blame on them it's just my medication might be off I might be having an off day I think for a lot of people there's so many other factors like you said if you're anxious or I was too hot the other day and um Hmm. I have a friend with benefits and he wanted to cuddle. All he wants to do is cuddle. And I was like, don't touch me, please. So it could be anything that takes me out of that mood or just I haven't been in that mood for however long. Uh, But I don't put that blame on anyone else. And I really, I don't feel bad about it. I think I could see how some women would, just like on the flip side, I could see why some men would feel like they blame themselves, but I really don't like it. If I'm in the mood, then accept it. And if you want to do it, great. And if I'm not, then accept that too. And it's Mm got to be mutual. And again, for women and men, our bodies don't always function the way we want them to. So deal with it. (laughs) Here's the interesting thing though. Um, obviously biologically like we're we're different and so if I wanted to on command you know like once I'm like on my back and relaxed like I could will myself to have an erection just kind of out of the blue like kind of so you know like men have the their equivalent of like kegels I can't remember what it's called like ground floor something whatever anyways um I can do that right because it's again it's mostly just physiology and like gravity and I can like by tensing up enough, you can just send blood to that area and then boom, like instant erection, right? You can't, you can't do, you can't like instantly make yourself moist unless you are uh, aroused, right? And the right person is doing the right thing. Um, And so like, that's why I put pressure on myself also is because like, man, if she's not excited and she's not enjoying this, it's because of me, right? (laughs) Like I am not the right fit for her. And so she's not enjoying what we're doing. And so there's, there's definitely a lot of pressure on men. It's interesting that you say that because I think women feel the same way. Like there's so much pressure on you and uh, body acceptance too. Is he looking at my fat? Is he looking at my cellulite, my crooked 
boobs, I don't know, whatever, <laughs> whatever your insecurities are. And mm-hmm. I, I never really thought that men would think that way or have that insecurity with sex once you get beyond, once you're naked, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it really, I think women are so much more, there's so much more that goes into play, especially with, like you said, you could basically just make yourself erect, concentrating mm. on it. <laughs> women can't really do that. Um, so there's so many other factors that it's not, it could be the dude, it could be, and yeah. it could be the woman. Like, it, there's always a chance, right? But yeah. that's not necessarily the case. And hopefully, like, guys, girls, everybody, don't shame your partner. Even if it's a one-night stand, you know you're never going to see them again. Please, Mm. don't blame them. Don't make them feel bad about themselves. There's enough shit going on in the world. Sorry, there's enough stuff going (laughs) on in the world (laughs) Uh, without making somebody feel bad about themselves. I so I I love that because it's been my experience because like you obviously already know I'm really honest about what's going on I feel like you know if if something doesn't go right and I'm honest about it I'll get another shot right at the very least Um, and so I've been massively encouraged and that's the only reason I'm actually confident enough to tell that story is because you know I've gotten so much um, I guess support in that moment and you know, like rubs on my back and, you know, it's okay. It's fine. One girl was like, just sit here, like, just stare at me, like stare at me as long as you need to, you know? And I was like, oh my God, I've never gotten hard so fast. Like it, cause she, she just instantly just like took her hands off me and was like, apparently that's happened before. I don't know. Like, I don't know why she was just so eager to like understand, but yeah. So like, it's been responses like that to where I wasn't shamed that like allowed me to become okay with it. That like, yeah, I, now I know exactly what it takes and what I need um, to counter that. Um, I'm actually thinking of writing a book <laughs> for other men. Oh. <laughs> I'm totally yeah. joking. It'd be a terrible book. It'd I really mean, joking. yeah, I, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't understand. And I can't say I haven't lost my cool with people, not with this particular topic, but just in general where, I've maybe stepped out of line and at the end of the day, it's like, well, who did that really make feel better? Maybe me in the moment, but now I feel like a crappy person, but who is, who is shaming going to really make feel better is trying to push the blame on somebody else or on yourself really worth it because that person, whether it's you or the other party or the other parties are going to have that in their mind and they're going to come back to it if they are insecure. So be kind, practice love, and don't be a dick. <laughs> you might just have world-shattering sex. You might, and it might be awful, and that's okay, too. We've all been there more, more times than some of us would like to admit. So what is, because, you know, there's, man, threads and threads and threads on Twitter about, like, what, you know, how many women have awful sex. What does that actually look like? Like, when a guy's bad at sex, what does that mean? I, my gauge is if I just want it to be over with. (laughs) So, if I will do anything, and I've actually stopped in the middle 
and it's not my proudest moment, but I've been like, can we just be done? Oh. Because it was just so unenjoyable. And I think a lot of it is when your partner is only focused on their own pleasure, that has a lot to do with it, or you just aren't sexually compatible. Mm-hmm. I think that also plays a huge role because not everybody is, but if I have, once I have that thought, like, I just want this to be over. I just want to get this done with. I sometimes am brutally honest and will stop whatever it is we're doing. Um, But I think a lot of girls and sometimes I will too, like you'll just sit there and get it over with. But I think it is (laughs) a lot of it is selfishness on your partner's part or just that you might have been in the mood and then you sober up a little bit or the connection isn't there. Um, and so that's what it is for me. For what, what do you quantify as bad sex? Um, for me, it's only in the same person that, like I told you about earlier, that was like, hey, just stare at me and, you know, take it all in. That person was insanely terrible. And it was only because <laughs> of, so like being on top like she just couldn't get her movement down and you know there has to be in order for there to be pleasure on like a penis and any like like sustained pleasure there has to be some level of up and down motion and if you're just like moving your body but like your hips i.e your vagina is not really going anywhere i just like i generally don't really feel anything you know and so like if i was just on top for like a good like 20 30 sometimes sometimes i can go for like pretty long and i don't like it but whatever and so (laughs) such a hard problem to have literally (laughs) so like if i've been doing that for a while and then she's like okay my turn and you know so like we flip over and i'm not getting anything like yo i'm tired i kind of just want to relax right now and like i can't because you're so bad so you know it's for the girl it's like know your body know like what feels good to you because if you do then you know maybe it'll feel good for me too. And that's what I think you mean by sexually compatible is because generally when you're doing it with the right person, she can do what feels good to her when she's on top and it'll feel good for me too. Just because you're just like, I don't know. I don't like your, it's like your genitals have a soul connection. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes what feels good to you doesn't feel good to the other person. And that happens to me a lot. That's such a turnoff for me. It's, it's worse. It seems when like the guy's not aware of it, right? Like there's never, well, they're okay. So they're, almost always if we're in a position where it's uncomfortable for her i can tell right i just i can just feel it either physically or just i don't know like maybe emotionally it sounds kind of hokey but so for most women there's a certain position in doggy style where like it's just at this weird angle where the guy's like lifting himself up and then he's trying to go all the way in like he's trying to insert like his torso inside of her like yeah that's not gonna feel good and i just i know that right and so um yeah, I just I'm just curious because I know that like different women have different like reasons why sex is bad and I it's just weird to me that guys don't know that. You're a lot more perceptive than most men though, or you're just more considerate because in my experience, either they cannot tell at all and they're just so focused on that one mission, mm-hmm. or they just don't give two flying Fs and <laughs> They just want to do what they want to do. And that's my poor judgment and my poor choices in life and in partners yeah. <laughs> that uh, I am working on and improving. 
because my track record is a little mm. I need I need like a makeover for my radar. <laughs> if there is such a thing. <laughs> oh, you're your good guy dar? Yeah, not only good guy dar, but like even picking up the little things, like he is too selfish about sex or he doesn't listen when I say I don't like something or mm. when I do like something. And I need to, I think a lot of people need to stop being so passive about it and just be like, yo, I said this doesn't feel good or yeah. yo, this feels good. So this is what I like. And if you don't like it, okay, call it a Maybe don't quit in the middle. I mean, I do, but not always recommended. It's kind of weird. Um, right. But find a common ground or just move on. A common sexual ground. You don't need to come to terms politically. I don't, yeah. <laughs> we're not talking about that. <laughs> Politics and sex. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's. Every, everything is a thing, right? So everything is a thing. That is somebody's kink, I can guarantee you, or somebody's fetish. So, side story: I was on OnlyFans a couple. While oh, were you? Who do you follow? Time doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> At twelve oh four p.m. while I was having lunch. It's a long list. <laughs> I'm joking. Who's no. it? Give me like your top three. Uh, well, there, there is just nobody famous. Um, okay. One is uh, a, a person of mine that I follow. I don't want to put this person on blast, but... Um, well, well, isn't isn't the purpose of OnlyFans to, like, get more subscribers to make more money? So, yeah, I'm following uh, only one person that, like, sends pictures, and they're not, like, they're not nude or anything like that. But, um, yeah, it's just to boost your, her, your followership and all that jazz. But um, And she's actually posted it, so I think she's cool with it. It's the girl that I'm trying to get the music for, um, Billy. Oh, Flores. okay. Yeah, and so um, I follow her, and then there's a couple of other people. Um, but I, I let them run out because I don't really like paying anyone for stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just – one day I had just gotten curious because it was only $3, and it was this couple. And um, one of them videos was, like, him putting, like, a Trump mask over her. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, oh, this is, that, that is a thing. That's weird. It's So it's weird. he was banging the woman wearing the Trump mask. Yes. So he <laughs> yes. wanted to bang Trump? Was that the idea behind I, it? I truly hope it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, stranger things have happened. Indeed. I feel like in some ways it was just like a middle finger to Trump, but at the same time, it couldn't have been a weird way to do it. <laughs> so Yeah, that's, you may think that you're insulting him, but I, I don't think he would take it. But I don't think he takes anything as an insult. And that's a whole I don't think he's story. smart enough to know when he's being insulted. <laughs> we are a bit of a liberal podcast here. As some <laughs> might have guessed, we we're not getting into politics. We're really not. But Indeed. that situation is is pretty funny. No, regardless of who, <laughs> if it was a Joe Biden mask, if it was a Bill Clinton mask, if it was a Obama, freaking, anyone, Obama, yeah. yeah, whoever it was, uh, <laughs> that that's something. I so, just would have been really uncomfortable. Just like, yeah, well, <clears throat> staring at a guy. <laughs> I mean, those masks are so unrealistic looking. It doesn't even. It resembles the person, but it's not like it even really looks like a person, right? It's just like a rubber thing with some hair attached 
Oh, this one was done very well. <laughs> really? Insanely creepy. Yes, I don't know where they got it from. The store that sold it like put their life into creating that one mask. But it was. Oh my god! Yeah, Do you was, have the link? Because I definitely want to share that on the blog. I can I can get it for you. Yes, yeah, please. Uh, I think their names are like Jackson and Maddie or something. Um, and we say. are. I I am going to try to be better about posting on the blog and linking to any of our sources and things like that. So if you want to see the Trump video uh, <laughs> with the mask, then by all means, uh, we'll try and get Bailey's permission to get her link, and we'll post it here too. And. I want to get into, uh, it's a bit of a strange transition, but mm -hmm. I think this story is appropriate. It's a random act of kindness because we're always going to end the show with these. And, oh God, for a second, I thought I wasn't recording. Okay, we're good. <laughs> yeah, I see it. <laughs> so I always want to end with a random act of kindness. And we're talking about sex. So it's a little bit weird to transition into this, but it came from the Reddit tinder subreddit and it is the story for the ages of 2020 this guy matched with this woman who he found out had a crush on her roommate and he had also matched with the roommate by coincidence so he decided he was going to try and make a love match because she hadn't confessed to her roommate that she had these feelings for her so it blew up on Reddit. He hung out with them last night. And it turns out that his wholehearted, really positive, trying to make a love match between the two was just a game on their part. But mm. they did end up all being really cool. And so they're going to become friends. So even though his random act of kindness didn't turn out the way I think everybody would have been cheering for. It's just so sweet. He's kind of sacrificing his own happiness a bit, unless maybe they would have gotten into some kind of relations to make them happy, even if it wasn't a real scenario. And I guess this is actually something that people do. They play pranks on dating apps a lot, which I luckily haven't come across. But how sweet is that? Like he really, he was like, okay, I find them both attractive and I match with both of them and I'm having a nice conversation with this one, but let me try and go and play wingman instead of trying to get down with it myself and see if I can hook these two up. So wow. that's a big sacrifice. I mean, come on. It's hard enough to find somebody you're compatible with, especially when you're dating online. So if I track with you correctly, this man found two individuals? Yes. Crazy things happen when you are a good-hearted person, and good on that guy. <laughs> and he took it so well. I mean, there's so many comments on the thread, and I will link to that too, but he was like, no, they were both really cool girls, and we just hung out for the night, and we had some drinks. So good on you for not bashing them or you know, turning the situation into a positive because it could have been a sh show. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. So that is my random acts of kindness story for the day. I think we uh, have to wrap it up. I think this yeah. is the end of episode one. So, 
Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. This is just the first episode of season three, and we promise to give you so much more content like this. We'll give dating advice, relationship opinions. Remember, we are not professionals, but <laughs> we have lots of opinions. We're serial daters. We are serial daters. I think that is, yes, the one. Uh, we have a lot of things in common, but that's probably the strongest thing, bringing this podcast <laughs> together. So tune in next week. And please, if you like the show, leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app, on your least favorite podcasting app, on any podcasting app that you can. We really we'll appreciate your, yes, you will. We will send you official <laughs> best friend bracelets. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and all of that great stuff. And now Reddit at LovePod Podcast. Hey, yo. See you next week. See you guys. Shauna says hi. <laughs> <laughs>